All right, so we are on a mission to try and find out what exactly is happening here. South Africa, as you know, is known for its legions of primarily uh, poor, hard, sort of diehard sports fans, if you want to call them that, who, who over the couple of years have supported their various teams through many ups and downs. When you recall a couple of triumphs and scandals. Uh, but clearly, sport is not merely a source of entertainment. It's not only a symbol of fair play in our country. It's a very, very lucrative industry. And like any industry, it can fall, and it has fallen, and it's fallen quite hard at times and has been a prey to corruption plenty of times. Now, leaving us who are mere crybabies for change, development, and growth within our sport. And today, we're going to try and unearth the latest scandal that's rocking our sport governing body, where seven officials, yeah, seven officials from the Gauteng Department of Sports, Arts, and Culture and Recreation have been implicated in tender and appointment irregularities amounting to something like 44 million rand. Rounding it off. Well, the big question here is, are you surprised? Maybe not, because uh, the surprising thing, though, about our sports, as well as the scandals, isn't the scandal itself, but the fact that anybody and anyone is surprised. Uh, so let's find out a little bit more about uh, these irregularities. I know that she's uh, got a very busy evening ahead of her. Uh, hence, we're going to be chatting uh, up front uh, to get her comment, simply because she is the MEC, Gauteng Department of Sports, Arts, Culture and Recreation, uh, Umbali Khlope. Good evening, MEC. Welcome to MSW. Hi, Would you say you were aware of all of these irregularities that were happening within the department? Well, um, I think it was a way, but there were obviously whistleblowers that had indicated that there was something that were going terribly wrong in the department. And in this regard, wanted to put in a number of investigations. When you took office, did they inform you of any of these? Or was there some form of handover that would have highlighted that something somewhere was not right? There, there is a handover that is given, but what it does indicate is some of the cases that are still pending um, that needed to be closed on. But where I think Member More from the DA might have made some um, inaccuracies is with regard to the nature of the issues that are taking place in the department. So he quotes that there's seven suspensions and so forth. That's not actually the case. Um, what is the case is that there are, there are individuals that are on precautionary suspension, that being the CFO, the Director for Supply Chain Management, and the, and the Acting Director for Security. In addition, the HOC um, is no longer with us because the Premier has been subsequently redetermined to a contract, in essence shortening it. And so we have an acting HOC currently. And their case relates largely to an issue of illegally procured and installed surveillance cameras. I think you'll note that this does follow that illegal recording that had taken place, which was quite popular and which recorded quite a lot um, and rather spread quite um, a lot within social media, the famous CompuCourt recording, Mm, which was um, illegal in that meetings of the institution and particularly where the executive meets with senior management should not be recorded. So that immediately started to raise some eyebrows in, in the sense that there are security issues that are taking place there. I really can't speak to the details of the other issues, but uh, except to indicate that there are a number of investigations that are taking place. One has to do obviously with the 
surveillance cameras that were put um, illegally and procured illegally, but also it has to do with the forensic audits into the finances now and the irregularities that relate to that. All right. I'll come back to that in a second. When you say the inaccuracies that have been highlighted by Lebumora are about the number of seven officials, from your side, I know that you've tried to break it down right now, outside of highlighting seven, what would your counter be to that? That's why I was saying that he he does have some, um, he might have recorded his information quite wrong, but it's to indicate that there are two individuals, well, three individuals who are on precautionary suspension. There's one resignation that has taken place, and the HOT has has her contract has been shortened. Rather, the person who's resigned are they implicated? Yeah, they are. By the virtue of them resigning, does that mean that they'll fall short of any investigation that might finger them as being responsible for this? Not at all. It doesn't involve in any case, uh, because like I indicated, I just can't go to the details of it sure. um, until the investigations are finalized. But it is to indicate that it doesn't involve the individuals or any of the individuals. Um, the investigations are taking place and we will get to the bottom of it. Who's conducting the investigation? The SSA. Uh, SSA? Yeah. All right. If you had to break it down colloquially, what, that, what would that mean? So what it means is that there's an investigation that is taking place. The, the investigation units that we are utilizing, they are the ones that are doing the first part with regard to the security-related one. Um, that's the state security agency. And then there is another one that is more forensic in nature that looks into the allegations of corruption. And that is done by the SIU which is the State Investigations Unit. Yeah. Now, I, I guess I was just basically asking who the SSA were for somebody who might not know uh, the oh, abbreviation yes. yeah. of that. Yeah. 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 And how far are they into these investigations? Are they giving you a time period as to when they are hoping to complete? Yes, they will be complete with uh, one into the security equipment that was put. Um, and then the one that will take some time is regarding the forensic one, because that needs to be in-depth. It's going to look at a number of issues. Um, so that one I can't really have a time frame to, but I can indicate that the other one will get a lot sooner than anticipated. I know that issues of, of corruption are quite rampant in South Africa, but for a province to lose 44 million rand, that is a lot of money, MEC. It's, it's a lot of money, and that's why we, we're not taking this lightly at all. Um, and I don't take corruption lightly in any case, even if it was just one rand. The point is that those monies need to be redirected towards development and our state funds. So they shouldn't be going towards individuals' pockets, but should be going where they ought to rightfully. Are you hoping to reclaim this money and those individuals to go and wear orange uniforms? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I can't speak to the investigation as yet, but certainly if wrongdoing doing has been found, we will exercise the full might of the law. Will the full might of the law include wearing those orange overalls and people yes. going to account? Because we, we have a lot of commissions in South Africa where yeah. we, we talk around issues of corruption. So it's almost like glamorizing corruption. You hear them talk about it on television and it's got a commission and people come there dressed up beautifully. But, you know, a whole lot of them are thugs. That's yeah. what they are. And they don't deserve to be in our screens. They deserve to be in prison. Sure. That, that's very true, and you'll note that the province, and in particular the Premier, has taken a very st- stern stance 
on corruption and good governance. And this is really what it's about and what the sixth administration is about. He has indicated to all of us that we need to ensure that we ensure that there's good governance in every every department that we're in. So we really are cleaning the country, one province, one department at a time. Outside of what the DA had brought forward, was this something that you would have chased up regardless of them tabling this? No, but that's the thing. The DA got this information because we mentioned it. So it's not the other way around. The other thing is that they wouldn't have known this information had they not gotten it from the department. So this came out of Obviously, a number of the reports when I meet with the portfolio committee and just giving them an update on where we are regarding the investigations that are taking place, uh, good governance and so forth. So that is how it has come out. It's not the other way around. And just the fact that it was ongoing for years says something about the people who would have been in power or in positions before that they allowed the process to happen. They allowed all of this thieving to go on. Well, I can't comment on that, but I don't think that is the case. Uh, because I know, I mean, the previous MECs, uh, even before me, have also had their own issues that they were dealing with within the department where they've been trying to correct things. Perhaps I came in at the height of where the matters were, and that's why it's coming out, and people might think that we're just the, the initiators, but it could just very well be something that has been taking place throughout. Um, but it's to indicate, like I indicate, um, the sixth administration has a particular focus, we are geared to ensure that we clean out all the parts. Right. Anyway, spent and going wrongfully into people's pockets, but we ensure that development takes place and the money goes where it ought to. All right. I'm also losing you on the line. I know that you've got an event. I want to thank you so much, MEC. Um, it's a pity that we're starting our uh, relationship of you being the MEC on such a footing was we were due to have you in studio before the year comes to an end uh, to recount on a number of successes and hopefully the ones that have been outstanding and i hope we still are able to do that but thank you so much for affording us certainly, the time certainly look we're going big we're going to be launching the, the we're bringing back school sports um, and we're launching the wednesday league so i'm quite sure you'll be quite interested to hear what that's about and we're doing it next year just as schools open perfect great stuff mc thank great. you so much Thank you. All right. MEC Gauteng, Department of Sports, Arts, Culture and Recreation. Uh, that's MEC Umbali Klope. All right. Let me introduce to you right here in our studio, uh, Ulebu More, uh, who is also DA Gauteng Shadow MEC for Sports, Arts, Culture and Recreation. Uh, good evening and welcome to the show, sir. Uh, good evening, uh, Rob. How are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. And how are you? A busy day for you, eh? Hey? A very, very busy and hectic one. You heard the MEC. Is there any objection to anything that she has uttered and who, who, uh, whatever she has said? I know that she objected to just the, the number, uh, which had to do with the seven officials. What else do you make of what she has said to us? Well, on that one, you know, it's a pity. Um, it looks like MEC do not read the responses that they sign and provide. What do you I mean? I have a copy here uh-huh. with me which I'm happy to share it with you. Please share. We, 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 we will delve I'm into happy this. To what hasn't she read and, and digested? In, in that, in that um, response that she gave, she mm-hmm. mentioned seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, three people charged for misconduct um, with regards to um, issues of irregularities, others on the PDMS uh, payment mm-hmm. uh, rewards. Um, and the other four um, also charged on uh, uh, 
uh, irregular uh, expenditures. So all of those four plus three is mm. seven. That's mathematics. That's the response that she gave. Mm. Uh, she signed the response. I'm happy that there is a signature attached, and I'm happy to share it with you. Okay, l- yeah. let's get out the frivolous <coughs> stuff, which is who brought what first, etc., etc. Because in the end, there's no there's no reward for that. The bottom line is that we faced with almost 44 million rand yeah. uh, that has gone to people's pockets that should have been work that should have been done within the province of ensuring that you know, whether it's sports, because there's a broader portfolio here of arts, culture, uh, etc., sports included. Was it her department, yes, that brought it forward? Was it the party that brought it forward? Was it the DA that brought it forward? Let's get the politics out, then we'll get down to the meat of the story. Well, I'm, I'm a member of the DA, saving in the um, Sports, Arts, Culture and Recreation Portfolio Committee mm. in the Gauteng Provincial Legislature. Um, in the meetings that we sit, we are provided with various documents from your quarter reports, performance of the department, annual reports, auditor general's report. Mm. And uh, we picked up a trend that year in, year out, uh, the Department of Sports, and I'm saying we as the DA, right. um, we picked up a trend that year in, year out, um, Firstly, there is an overall under-expenditure. Um, the department underspends. Mm-hmm. They never fully spend what they've been allocated. Secondly, um, there are irregular expenditures um, incurred. So on top of the under-expenditure, there is dodgy dealings that happened within the under-expenditure. What are the implications usually when you talk about under-expenditure? It means that then that money goes back to the fiscus. Treasury, yes. Yeah. So when people are crying about HMPG Stadium not being attended to, or they're talking about facilities and so it should not being attended to, the money is there and they're not using it and it goes back again, as you say. It goes back. Yeah. And uh, who suffers? Uh, The citizens. Uh, service delivery out there. So, but what is that an indication of, though, Libby? When when budgets are underspent, what is that usually a sign of? Um, lack of consequence management. I think that's one thing that the department and, and I hope, hopefully, the MEC. It's something that she needs to mm. look into. Uh, when people who are charged with serious responsibility of managing. Very important uh, administration, mm. administrative task, and they don't perform, and nothing happens. Uh, it looks like there has never been any consequences. Mm. Um, so that's that's very important. So when I got appointed as the shadow MEC in this administration in May, I then said to myself, you know what, I'm going to look into these irregular practices mm. and ensure that uh, the MEC is accountable. There must be political accountability. There must be uh, also administrative uh, accountability. Mm. Uh, so my role as a public representative is to hold the MEC and the entire provincial government uh, uh, accountable. Lead us into the workings of how all of these shenanigans would have come about 
I said to the MEC and I said to you as well that an amount of 44 million is a lot of money in anyone's time, in any budget, whether national or provincial, it's a lot of money. How were they able to work out? Because at times there's either a formula, there's either a scheme, a scam, whatever you want to call it, that people are okay with. So you don't do your checks and balances. You just pass on the paperwork. You do this. So it's all coordinated so that in the end it, it looks like everything is okay, but everything is not okay. Are you Were you able to find out exactly how all this worked out that in the end that amount of money yeah well we we are waiting for the uh, uh, the investigation to complete i i hope they finish as soon as possible because mm. we cannot keep uh, officials who who may have transgressed transgressed mm. Um, we cannot have them in office for such a long time. Uh, but what we've picked up, a huge chunk of it, about 41 million rand, mm-hmm. uh, was spent on tender irregularities. Um, that could be a situation where somebody or a cabal of uh, friends who own bus companies, because this comes from uh, transportation and buses, Right. Uh, where they continuously, year in, year out, from one month to the other, receiving uh, uh, tender work Mm. uh, without the procurement procedures followed. Right. So it is the same people who are receiving the same uh, tender without them even being advertised. 41 million rand. Uh, who are they from, transporting? Oh, well, what are those buses? Who, who, who are they transporting from where to where? What is the We've tabled follow-up questions on that. Yeah. It looks like these are the events, you know, your national holiday yeah. uh, events, your June 16 events, your various yeah. uh, human rallies rights and, and human so, rights days. Yes, yeah. yes. So somebody, but we will see with the... With the outcome of the investigation um, what what is it saying how did that happen so for example um, if, if a person put through that they own buses they want to transport people want to go for those celebrations you know maybe wherever they are if they're at Orlando Stadium uh, or in Soweto whatever the case might be then those people get the monies that have been allocated from the department to go to them for the transportation and you might find that those people don't even have or own buses it could be. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, we'll see with the responses that will uh, to be provided. But yeah, that's that's the situation. Um, and we absolutely are going to follow this up until we really find out what's happening. In the event where indeed mm. uh, there has been fraudulent activities, uh, people must be arrested. Uh, Money must money must return back to uh, to the people. Uh, that the tax money cannot be uh, used in that fashion. And um, yeah, where there are wrongdoings, uh, the law must take its course. How long would this law take, according to you? Is is the pace okay? Uh, I did ask the MEC that we see glamorization of crimes and criminals in this country. Whereas anywhere else in the world, those people would be conducting 
conversations during visiting hours behind bars. But now they parade themselves in front of our screens the entire day. For you, what would make sense in terms of how do we speedily get to the end of these investigations? Well, um, the MEC is the political uh, principal of the department. Um, It is upon her to ensure that investigations that are happening uh, are speedily processed. Should she fail to do so, um, um, we are going to escalate the matter to the Premier. Um, In the event where the Premier fails, um, I will table personally table a motion uh, in the House, in the Houghton Provincial Legislature, uh, that really compels and forces consequence management. Um, and and uh, the decision that will be taken at that sitting, mm-hmm. uh, South Africans and citizens of Houghton will see for themselves as to who are the defenders of corruption and who are those that fight against corruption. Are these investigations being conducted behind closed doors? Are they open sessions or do you, do you know how they work? No, um, it has not yet been communicated, but I made follow-up questions to the MEC mm-hmm. uh, for us to get to understand uh, um, how are the investigations uh, processed. Because you you would be keen to know who's the person who's heading up the investigation. Yes. You would be keen to know how many people are part of that panel that are investigating and what gives them the right? How independent are they? How uh, party partisan are they? You know, all of these questions would have to come up, surely. Mm. And are, are those questions that you would be interested in? Because as citizens, we, we, we've had people that have come through here who are unhappy. I, I know I mentioned HMPG as an example, uh, but there's so many others where things are derelict. There's no attention to detail where facilities are concerned. Uh, things have been pushed under the carpet. Whatever factions that they are have not, you know, attended to just the basics again, level where simple work provincially should be done. And what everybody sees in the end is, you know, glamorous events, you know, I don't know, sports awards, etc., etc. But in the main the hard work is not done because you can't you can't achieve sporting excellence where you're not doing the spade work down at the bottom and and we who follow sport on a regular basis on a daily basis are faced with these people coming in saying what can we do what should we do and when you see 44 million you say my goodness so many different things could have been achieved with that amount of money mm-hmm. you know and and here it is just being peddled around thrown around and, and why I'm trying to say, again, is that we need it to be nipped in the bud and nipped in the bud soon. So that the business of the MEC, she's been very visible. I think the work that she's been has been commendable. But it's also now a big test for her to say, how does she deal with such incompetence, such thieving? Um, yeah, I don't even know any other word to call the disappearance of 44 million rand yeah except yeah. to call it thieving yeah i'm i'm the first i'm the first member of the provincial legislature to congratulate her on her appointment yes. and i wished her well 
Uh, I've known her for many years before we were even members of the legislature. Right. So I said to her, I'm willing to work with you and really ensure that we serve the uh, residents of Gauteng with the best in- integrity. Right. Um, us bringing this to the public, um, we want to also create that discussion of openness mm. uh, so that uh, the but can public... We, can we stop discussing, though, Lebu? For me, the, I I, I, you know where I agreed with your statement is when you talked about financial mismanagement without consequences having become a norm. You know, just that alone needs to end. And, it, and if it starts here in Gauteng, within the provincial legislature, so be it. Do you think that we are, we are bound to maybe turning the tide on what has become the norm? It's possible. Um, it needs political willingness mm-hmm. and action as well. Um, gone are the days when uh, politicians are, are known of uh, giving the greater speeches in public platforms. Yes. But once they get off the stage they act otherwise. So um, those who've been elected to be in government, we expect them to do the work. As we've been elected to be in opposition, it is expected of us as well mm. uh, to monitor and, and, and uh, contribute extensively over the oversight work that we do. Yeah, and, and that is why in the end, for me, regardless of whether you're wearing blue and white or you're wearing gold, green, black, whatever the colors are, whatever the political affiliations are, the bottom line is that South Africans are just tired of corruption and they need an end to come through. Voice notes that are coming through 060-584-2250. Let's hear them out. Hey, Darok, it's Yangala from Cape Town. Wow, corruption in our football and our sport in South Africa. I remember when Anas was here and he said, if he can come to South Africa, by the time he leaves, it would be a national disaster. He was right, Rob. A lot of money pumped in, in, into, our, into our football, but no results. But and, and I can tell you, I can tell you there will be no repercussions. I don't believe there will be. Because, you know, this is a scandal, it's the headlines today, and tomorrow it's something else on the headlines. We forget about this, and we'll be here, no repercussions. It's such a shame, Rob. Our football or our sport is not going anywhere. Thank you so much. It's Yamgela from Cape Town. Uh, evening, Mr. Marawa. It's Mayoye from Cape Town. You know, uh, Mr. Marawa, uh, this thing is killing our country. This thing of corruption. Those guys, it's not only seven who are implicated. There's a lot of them who are implicated. I'm telling you, Rob. You'll be hearing them resigning very, very soon, Mr. Rob. These guys, I think they have to go to prison. We are tired of this corruption. Good evening, Marawa. This is Gladwin from Cape Town. Uh, regarding this corruption issue, I can tell you now nothing is going to happen to these people. They're going to gather some people on the table, form a committee, investigate those people. Investigation is probably going to take a couple of months, if not years. And they're just going to live their life as if nothing happens. That is South Africa we love it, unfortunately. Thank you very much. Oh, Robert Madhu put 44 million in the pocket of the men and, 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 and women of this country, corruptors of this land. Whereas, Robert, uh, I, 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 I'm living in a, in a rural area where I develop youngsters, Robert. 
I'm struggling with a crown to be created, Robert. I'm trying to push this youngsters, Robert. I'm trying a lot. But people are pocketed 44 million. Just imagine, Robert. We cry loud. We cry every day, Robert. Robert, I'm glad that your show will make these criminals behind bars. We talk this on your show, Robert. Pick up my man. We cry, we cry, we cry. Someone is listening to us. Take this thing to sports uh, department. So, Robert, uh, one day, this country will be okay with you. I really, really, Robert, behind you. God bless you, Robert. I'm really, really surprised about this criminal, Robert. Then you also support in Morule. Good evening, Marawa. Shocking allegation what is happening at the Department of Sports and Recreation. But maybe you can get a solution by involving the opposition party to put pressure to the ruling party. Because what I have shown or observed currently, the ruling party, they don't have political will to act in corruption or even arresting the people that are involved in those kind of corruption. I have never seen any politician going to jail uh, who was involved in, in corruption. You can have all those commission, but I've never ever seen someone prosecuted for the corruption that is currently happening in our government from Max in Pretoria. Good evening, Marawa. <laughs> this is G from Cape Town here. <laughs> I think, Marawa, with the truth that you are, the question that you are asking, the legitimate, the straightforward question that you are asking this person you have in the studio, I think uh, it really annoys the people that are being investigated, the people who, who had the money, who used the money, who took the, the 44 million. Uh, they are very annoyed. They just say you must keep quiet, Marawa. <laughs> keep up the good work, man. I love this show. Thanks, Marawa. It's G from Cape Town. Whoever did that investigation to find out that there's a loss of like uh, 44 million, something like that, they must come to Eastern Cape. We are suffering here. We are suffering, suffering. Our sport and recreation here in, in Eastern Cape it's like a disaster. All right, it seems like it's a it's a countrywide problem. Maybe something there for you, Minister of Sport. I know that you, you are listening to the show, so maybe take it up, eh? Uh, suppose it's time to roll up the sleeves and, you know, get down to the nitty-gritty of all of these issues. All right, uh, before we break away, we just anything we haven't covered that you want the listeners to know, as you hear, despondent voices they've seen this before they've heard this before nothing ever happens what would your final take be yeah no this is sad um today i i received a call from um a gentleman who was asking for donations he has a boxing club and he needed equipment Mm. and the first question that i've asked him i said have you approached the department because uh, we are annually allocating a budget to the department. Uh, over a billion rand was allocated to the Houghton Department of Sports. Hmm. And he said to me, I have approached them many times and they failed to assist me. Wow. Now this broke my heart. And 
And when you see these kind of things happening of irregular mm. expenditure and money that cannot be accounted for, it's sad. <laughs> and uh, we want to say that as the Democratic Alliance in this province will continue to fight, um, will continue to make sure that uh, we defend what is right and um, we fight mm. what is wrong. That's a positive way to leave it. Lebo, thank you so much indeed for coming through. Gauteng DA Shadow, MEC for Sports, Arts and Culture and Recreation. Lebo Mor, thank you so much for joining us here on MSW. Thank you. Bye.